Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World planning tips and tricks and beyond. But today we are sticking with the mouse, and this is another episode of my Mouse Minutes, which are little stories I do every morning on Instagram with a quick Disney tip for you. So this is episode 115, Mouse Minutes, part three. everybody. Happy Tuesday. If you are listening in on drop day, if not happy, whatever day of the week it is for you. My name is Danielle. I'm the host of this podcast here and so glad that you are here listening. If you're a longtime listener or have got a few episodes under your belt, I would so appreciate it if you took just a second to leave a rating and review. Helps others find the podcast. If you're listening on Apple and can do one of those written reviews, it definitely helps and I'll read it on my next podcast. So I've done a couple of these episodes before and I kind of tagged them with the month that I shared the stories on Instagram, but I decided to drop the month. So kind of reframe this to part three. If you want to go back and listen to the other Mouse Minute episodes, those are going to be episode 103 and 93 from June and July. But I decided the month of the year really has nothing to do with the tips because they're just good, random Walt Disney World Resort tips. So kind of took the month out of the title. But yeah, episode 93 and 103, if you want to go listen to the others. Now, if you're new to Mouse Minutes, check out my Instagram. It's Mountains of Magic. And every morning with my coffee, I share a Mouse Minute, which is just a little slide photo of my coffee with a Disney tip for you. And hopefully if you watch them, um, you'll get something that you didn't know because I try to get kind of specific and nitty gritty and little hidden gems. But I'm talking the resort hotels, the theme parks, fun facts that you can just spew off to your family, whatever you want. So this is part three of this. I don't know how many parts there are going to be, I guess, just until I run out of mouse minutes every month. But be sure to follow on Instagram if you want kind of a visual of them. I use the episodes of the podcast just to go a little bit more in depth and to share the information from anyone who's not an Instagrammer. All right, so let's jump in with our first mouse minute tip. Number one, and this was actually new to me, you can request a box fan for your hotel room. And I wish I would have known this because my sister and her husband, they are fan people where like they need one to sleep. Um, They've actually, we normally drive to Disney, so they've literally brought their own fan with them. Um, So this is kind of limited subject to availability, but you can always ask. And if you want that box fan just to cool off or because you need the noise, be sure to request it from the front desk. All right, next tip is the multi-experience pass. So this comes into play if you have purchased Genie Plus um, for the day and you go to get on a ride and it shut down during your return window. Now, you may think, oh, that's such a bummer, like that stinks, 
But this can actually be a good thing because when that happens, every time it's happened to me, and this is what I've always heard, so hopefully it's an all the time thing, um, if it shuts down during your Genie Plus return time window in your app automatically, you should get this multi-experience pass. And what that means is it's going to give you an anytime Genie Plus return time to hop in a lightning lane for multiple different rides. A lot of times it should include the ride that you just missed out on. So if you want to just save it and come back to that later, you can. Or you can use it for another ride, even one that maybe you already did a Genie Plus selection for. So here's kind of an example of that. And this is one that happened to me personally. Let's say you're at Hollywood Studios and you have a return time to get on Toy Story Midway Mania. And you get over there and the ride shut down. When your return time actually happens, you should get that multi-experience pass loaded in your app. And it's going to say, hey, you can go ride... Rock and Roller Coaster. You can go ride Tower of Terror. You can ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at any time today. Now, these multi-experience passes normally do exclude some rides, and it's very clear if you read the wording and fine print what you can get on and what you can't. You're not going to get this multi-experience pass for Rise of the Resistance, okay? That's not offered on Genie Plus. Um, It's an individual paid lightning lane, so don't expect that to pop up. Another nice thing, though, is I like to sometimes use that on not the ride I just missed out on, but a different one, because because you're still able to get a Genie Plus selection for that Toy Story Midway Mania because you didn't actually go through with it. You didn't get to ride it. Um, So if that's something easy that you see still has availability that you could grab later, you can definitely do that. Now, not trying to work the system, but sometimes people really go for these. So if you notice a ride is broken down and it's available on Genie Plus pretty soon, you could snag a lightning lane for it. It could still be down when your time pops up and you could get this pass. And again, the nice thing is just it lets you ride something with that lightning lane, fast, skip the line availability um, that maybe you already rode because you already used a Genie Plus selection for it. So never fret. If that doesn't automatically pop up, then definitely go by the Blue Umbrellas, guest services, see if they can help you out. But again, this is only if you didn't get to ride the ride, not because you were late. Um, If it breaks down while you're on it and you've already scanned, that's a different thing as well. Disney um, can hopefully take care of you for that. But this is just, it's closed down. I never got to ride it or scan it or anything like that. Next tip is one I hope you know if you have little littles, less than three is free at Disney. So any kiddo two and under um, gets in free to the park. They are not an additional charge in the hotel room. Um, They don't count as a full person in the hotel room. So if you have, you know, a spouse and three kiddos and there's five of you, but one of those is under two, you can sleep in a four person hotel room. Once they turn three years old, you're going to have to bump up to a five person hotel room. Um, Disney's really strict about that. But this is just a great reason and a great support of like, why to bring them when they're really young. They're free. You get to experience all this magic through their eyes. Will they remember it? Maybe not. 
but you will. All right, next tip. Ooh, we got a snack tip. If you're in Magic Kingdom and need a snack, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner time, make sure you go back near Ariel's Grotto, that ride, um, and hop over to Gaston's Tavern and get yourself a cinnamon roll. Skip the cinnamon roll at the confectionery or the Starbucks up there on Main Street. Okay, I don't care if it's shaped like Mickey. You want this Gaston's. It is giant. So start with one. I don't care if there's four people in your family. You don't need to. I made that mistake unless you're super duper hungry. Start with one. You can always go get another one. Um, you can get request extra icing. They are just delicious um, and a wonderful snack to have while you're in the Magic Kingdom. All right. Next up, we're talking Magic Band Plus. What's the difference between the regular old Magic Band that Disney had out and this Magic Band Plus? Well, if you go online now to try to purchase one, either under your My Disney Experience account or on Shop Disney, you're probably going to find the Magic Band Pluses. They cost a little bit more. You're probably looking at that $30 to $40 range, and they have to be charged. So regular Magic Bands, you just slap on your ticket is linked to them. They scan you in and out of the park, in and out of your hotel room. And those are great. And you can still find those to purchase some like in the actual parks, in the hotel gift shops. Um, but finding them online is a trick. Here are some of the things your Magic Band Plus is going to do. It's going to light up and buzz at you. That's why you have to charge it. Um, it does light up and interact with some of the fireworks shows at Walt Disney World. It also, the 50th and anniversary statues that were out. Um, it If you wave your Magic Band in front of those, your Magic Band Plus, rather, it can have the statues make sounds at you. Um, and Magic Band Pluses actually also work at Disneyland. If you're planning to do both coasts, the regular Magic Bands do not. Um, and they have a few interactive things that go on out there. Do I think it's a necessity and really worth it? I don't. Not for some lighting up and some buzzing and such. Um, however, that's pretty much what you're going to find online. Again, just be mindful. They do need to be charged up. Mine held charge pretty well, you know, but that's just another thing you want to think about and need to get a charge on. All right, I'm going to try to move this along a little bit because I've been talking a lot and August had a lot of days and a lot of tips. Um, you can play pickleball at Walt Disney World. So some of the tennis courts around property have been converted to pickleball courts. So if you are a fan or have a fan in your party, you might want to consider staying at the Contemporary Animal Kingdom Lodge, Old Key West or Yacht and Beach Club to get your pick a pickleball on during some downtime. All right, next, Hidden Mickeys. These are actually all over the resorts, all over the theme parks, and they're just Mickey shapes hidden in rocks, in paintings, in whatever. Um, you can definitely talk to cast members at specific attractions and, you know, ask about where some might be. But there are also great guides that you can purchase um, from outside companies. We had one last time we went for the kids where it doesn't matter really what ride queue you were in or what resort you were at. It tells you lots of fun little hidden gems and facts and things like that. So if you have the kids that are kind of into the scavenger hunt, the history, finding hidden things, um, that can be a great thing to look into. 
All right, now let's talk a little transportation stroller. You're going to want it even if your kid is getting up into the six, seven, eight-year-old range, may still need it. Be mindful, though, you are going to have to fold up that stroller to get on multiple modes of Disney transportation. If you are taking Disney buses, you got to fold it up to get on. Um, if you are taking things like the Skyliner, the monorail, and I think the ferry boat, you are good to leave it unfolded. But at the end of the night, if you've been at the park and you bought all this stuff and the kids are asleep, um, that's just something that you want to think about. That's when it can be great to either stay at a resort that you can walk back to or to consider being on the Skyliner, the monorail, um, and using that transportation, it can just make things a little bit less of a headache. All right, next up, there are pet-friendly resorts at Walt Disney World. Um, So if you want to travel with your dog, I think the dog is the only allowable pet at this time. Um, Both Art of Animation and Port Orleans Riverside will allow your furry friends to come along with you. And there are also some outside services not owned by Disney um, that can do, you know, different things like boarding them for the day and that sort of thing if you need to take advantage of that. Okay, I pause for a second and double check my sources. So the resorts that will let you bring the pets are Art of Animation in Port Orleans Riverside, but also Yacht Club and the cabins at Fort Wilderness. So definitely check into those if you need to bring your puppers with you. All right, next up, we got single rider lines. This is a great way to save time and skip lines without Genie Plus. Um, So there are four rides in Walt Disney World that have have single rider lines. They are Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run in Hollywood Studios, Everest in Animal Kingdom, Test Track in Epcot, and Rock and Roll Roller Coaster in Hollywood Studios. And these allow you to just go on as a single. The line is normally a lot shorter because they are just trying to get the ride vehicles filled up with single riders. Um, You do miss out on the queue and like with Test Track, some interactive elements, but this can be a great way to cut down on wait times. Also note, kiddos seven and older can ride some by themselves. So if you're comfortable with that, you can still wait in line with them. Um, but then you're not going to ride together, maybe plan to have a meetup place or if you, you know, are splitting up a large party like for you, you're all fine riding on your own. You know, an adult goes first, wait, the kid go, last adult goes, whatever. Um, but that can be a great way to save a little time. Okay, next tip I have for you is a little date specific. And that's if you're heading to Disney from the months of August to December, actually, because there are holiday parties going on in the evenings at the Magic Kingdom. Um, And this year, there's actually a few at Disney's Hollywood Studios as well for the Christmas holiday season. But I'm going to focus in mostly on the Magic Kingdom because this is the big one. There are Halloween parties in the fall and Christmas parties in the winter that close Magic Kingdom early multiple nights a week. We're talking normally three or four nights. So what are the cons to this? Obviously, the park is closing if you don't have that extra party ticket. And these are extra paid ticketed events that you have to get into to get to the party. You don't just get to go because you're in Magic Kingdom that day. So in most cases, you have to leave the park at 6 p.m. that night. 
So no fireworks. You don't really get your full day's worth if you're looking at it that way. Um, So that can kind of be a downer. And if you do want to stay to the party, you're looking at paying a lot of times similar to a full day park ticket for that party time. Now, one thing to note, people who are going to the party, they actually can get in before the party start time at six. They can normally get in at three or four p.m. So your park is going to get a little bit more crowded. But what are pros to this? If you aren't going to the party and you don't mind your Magic Kingdom time getting cut a little short, normally these days are not super busy in Magic Kingdom because people change their plans around to not go to Magic Kingdom that day because they don't want to cut short. And people going to the party, if they don't have a ticket for the day, aren't coming in till about three or four o'clock. So this can be a really great time to get on a lot of rides, maybe avoid Genie Plus for the day, um, and just have a lot lower crowds. Now, if this is your only day at Magic Kingdom, maybe not the best, kind of a bummer. You won't get to see fireworks show or any nighttime entertainment. Um, But if you have park hopper tickets or are planning to go multiple days to the Magic Kingdom, these can still be really great ways and days to go. But definitely something you want on your radar. You don't just want to show up to Magic Kingdom on Tuesday and think you're going to be there all night and then see they close at 6 p.m. So again, August through December, literally all the months, check and know your party days. All right, so this episode is getting a little longer than I thought it was going to be. I guess I've talked too much about my first set of tips. So I'm going to leave you with a few more. And then I think actually split this episode into two. So you're going to get part three, these mouse minutes, and then I'll come back with part four and wrap up the list because I want to be able to share some extra tips with you embedded in all these. But let's drop a few more before we go. Next up is the DAS system or Disability Access Service at Walt Disney World. So if you have a mobility issue where you need a wheelchair, um, Disney has those in the parks. You can rent them. Um, there are um, ways for people with mobility issues, as long as they can transfer from their wheelchair to still ride the rides, like that's built into Disney structure to accommodate people that may have that. DAS is a service that is intended for individuals who have trouble or cannot wait in long lines, whether that be a physical issue where, you know, their body is in pain if they're standing in a spot for too long, or whether maybe it is an emotional, um, mental capacity where that's just a really hard thing for them. So what DAS is going to allow you to do is to basically skip some lines um, by not waiting in the actual line queue, but waiting out in the park, waiting on a bench, waiting while you eat your meal so that you don't have to stand in the physical line. And if you're interested more in this, I am actually interviewing a friend of mine who just got back from a trip last month um, where she utilized this for her son. So look out for the podcast episode. It'll drop next week um, where she kind of shares about that and we'll talk about how that service works. But basically, before you go on your trip, you now you kind of schedule Zoom calls um, with a Disney cast member where you can go over things and see if you qualify 
July. You can also do this day of in the theme parks if you need to go that route. But it's going to let you schedule certain times for rides. So similar to your Genie Plus um, Lightning Lane return times, but normally you can pick one or two rides kind of to start. You have a set time when you're going to get to go and ride that ride so that you avoid standing in lines um, and, you know, any struggles that may come with that. So if you're hearing that and you're like, wow, that applies to me, that applies to someone in my party, um, you can definitely reach out to me um, on Instagram, Facebook, email me at Danielle Robbins at fantasticalvacations.com. Find all my contact info in the show notes. I can kind of send you more information on that, or you can do a little bit of your own digging, but it can be a really, really helpful service for those that need it. Um, And I'll also add, it's not just for the individual, um, but also for other members of their party to join them as well. All right, next tip we have for you. Magic bands can be used to charge things to your card on file. So if you're really wanting to be hands-free on your vacation, you don't want to have to pull out, you know, cards and all this different stuff, you can actually link a card to your magic band. You'll create a little pin number to go with it, and you can actually use that to pay at locations all over Walt Disney World as long as you know the pin number. Um, This is something I mentioned that can be good um, for like teens if you're wanting to give a little bit of independence in Walt Disney World and kind of let them go do their own thing. But it can also, you know, be bad if they don't have parameters on their spending. All right. And then last tip I think I'll leave you with today. And this is something fun that I did on my last solo trip is that you can mail letters from Walt Disney World theme parks. So they sell postcards in most of the theme parks. I bought some of those. I had little stamps with me in my purse. And out there on Main Street, there is a little letterbox that actually delivers mail. So it was fun. Wrote my family a little postcard and told them it was sent from the Magic Kingdom post office. So that can be just a fun little souvenir, whether you want to send it back to yourself or something inexpensive to send to friends and family. All right, friends, I think we're going to stop our mouse minutes there, but I have lots more tips um, to share with you on our next episode. So be sure to listen back in and catch that to get your quick fix of Disney tips for your next trip or just fun facts you might want to know. But as always, I thank you all so very much for listening. If you want to do your own magical traveling to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Universal, or any other cruise lines or all-inclusive resorts, be sure to reach out. We'd be happy to get a free quote to you. And remember, it's completely free to use a travel advisor. So you might as well take some of that pressure and to-do off of you. But as always, I thank you all so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. (laughs) Bye-bye. 